Welcome to the Go Solo Show, powered by Subkit, the number one place for inspiration to help you start, run, or grow a winning business. I'm Johnny Quirk, and each week we bring you some amazing guests from a wide variety of businesses, all talking about their journey, motivations, and top tips for entrepreneur success. We deliberately aim to bring you stories, interviews, and real people who are fully deep in the trenches, building their businesses, and sharing actionable insights that you can use for your own entrepreneurial business journey. So whatever you're building, we're excited to be part of that journey with you. If you like what we do, don't forget to subscribe. Now let's get on with the show. So today, let's talk about what your business is, what it is that you do, and what sets your business apart from everyone else. Amanda, let's start with yourself. All right. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. Um, yeah, I'm Amanda. I'm one of the co-founders of a business called Othership. Um, Othership is actually a two-part business. We actually have um, a physical space in Toronto that's just about to be opening. Um, we get the keys actually on Friday for our flagship location. Um, and it's a 50-person sauna, four ice baths, a tea lounge, and it's bringing a new social experience around hot, cold, and a new social experience just in your life instead of having to go to a restaurant or a bar and waking up feeling maybe like crap the next day after having one too many, you can go here and have a social experience um, that is more health focused um, and really focused on building community. Um, And then the other business, which launched during COVID, which is a total mistake, but now they're coming up at the exact same time, um, is our Breathwork Guided Breathing app, also called Othership. And that just launched in the App Store two weeks ago. We're about to hit 3,000 subscribers today. So it's been uh, slowly, slowly blowing up, which is really exciting. And that is um guided breathing set to really amazing music unlike anything else out there um, it makes you feel something it has really thought-provoking emotional based questions throughout it um, and there's over 300 sessions that range from three minutes to 60 minutes so wow that sounds amazing as well and, and great you. start as well with getting those subscribers so early on very very impressive um stasia let's take on to you next so what's your business what sets you apart for everybody else Thank you. Um, Yes, so I am a clinical hypnotherapist and a life coach, and I also work with a therapy model called Internal Family Systems, which is amazing. I'm very passionate about this work. Uh, So I, my main uh, uh, customer client are overachievers, people that are feeling like, um, while they're overachieving in the world, they're also feeling kind of lost. And so I help them over the course of, I have a six month program I run with people to really find that core self and to find the courage to live from that core self. And so um, through hypnosis and internal family systems and other coaching uh, work that I do with my clients, I help get them there. So really expedite a lot of quick change in their life. So I say it works a hundred times faster than traditional therapy modalities because we're going right to the core issue. Um, with hypnosis, we can bypass a lot of that active mind that kind of keeps us stuck where a lot of those blocks are existing for people. So it really expedites a lot of fast change for people in a way that is also gentle and compassionate. Um, but we can like make quantum leaps in a relatively short period of time. So it's awesome. Amazing. That sounds great. And I love those kind of a hundred exit. That, that, that makes yeah. me so uh, for somebody who's very lazy, that's a kind of like a good metric to go for. So I like Absolutely. that. <laughs> uh, Ulis, for yourself, I'm interested to know kind of like what your business is and what sets you apart from everybody else. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So um, I'm an international author and the latest book is Holy Fuck in Sacred Water, The Secret <laughs> Connections to Everything. So I'm here to aid you in this ascension process that we are in the midst in, in this global awakening. 
And I'm a yoga therapist, uh, soul realignment practitioner, soul coach. And I also, um, yes, I'm here to aid you to increase your consciousness and to come back down into your heart. So a heart-centered space. Brilliant. And you know what? I was so looking forward to today's show because we have so much variety on it. You know, we all know that there are very, you know, reasons for us all existing. It's to try and help people have a, a much better experience on planet Earth. It's to try and help people through stages in their life, through their moments. And we're going to dig a little bit deeper into that later on. But like I said, so much variety all around this space as well. The next thing we always ask of our people who come on the show, of our guests, um, is what were you kind of doing before you were doing what you're doing now? You know, um, you know, were you doing a, a different career altogether? What got you into this space? What got you motivated? You know, like I always ask this because, uh, you know, like I, unless you came out of the womb and you were like, this is what I'm doing in my life, which usually isn't the case. Uh, Amanda, maybe you could start off and tell us what your motivations were to get started. Sure. Um, okay, so the crazy crazy journey. When I was age 15, I was plucked off of a basketball court um, in high school. And uh, in two weeks, I was walking for Prada uh, in the runway of Milan. And my, wow. my fashion career, like, I didn't even know what fashion was. I didn't know what Prada was. I had no idea what Vogue was. I kind of got taken out because I had really skinny legs. and I was this tiny girl. Um, and I got thrown into a really hectic uh, adult world, very young. And I modeled for 10 years um, for some of the biggest brands and shop for every magazine and it was a whole nother life I lived um, but in that whole existence it just kind of made me realize I want to do something that really makes me feel good um, it was it's a had a lot of positives with it but it had also a lot of uh, hard things and just yeah just at the end of the day I'd always come back to journaling and I read the book The Secret when I lived in New York and that really opened up my world just to be like what you put out there you attract and it just started to bring out um, kind of just like deeper thought provoking questions in my life. Um, psychedelics had a big experience in my life um, yeah. to help me kind of really position myself where my heart was and it was helping people. That was kind of where it all stemmed from. So I left New York. Um, I lived there for four years. I left New York, came back and then um, I went to business school and the week I moved home, I met my business partner and life partner, um, Harrison, and we fell in love. And that was the beginning of kind of the unfolding of what it is I wanted to do. And it very organically came from sitting in the sauna, from yeah. sitting in a space where I felt most connected to myself, most connected to people around me. Um, and it just became this kind of container of like ideas and thoughts and like, okay, people are feeling amazing. They're letting their guard down. They're creating community. People are talking, like they're coming back to themselves. So like, what is it? And then it took us like, a few months to then be like, Oh my God, I think it's the sauna. So yeah. that was kind of the birth of um, all the research and the traveling we did with understanding how to kind of turn this um, and it's, kind of old modality on its head. And, bring it, and it seems like quite the 180, like you said, you know, but it's actually, we, we hear this a lot of times. It's actually from that personal experience. It's that realignment about what you wanted your own life to be that actually that's when the business idea came from that. And obviously yeah. you felt like you got such a great response from it yourself. Yeah, which is the scary thing too, because a lot of people don't follow their heart or like listen to themselves, right? They'll hear that or think about it and then they just kind of can get sucked down too. Oh, I can, uh, oh, 100%, 100%. Stasia, was it the same for yourself? Did you feel like, you know, you needed something in your life that was a change or have you been doing this for so long? Tell us your story. Sure. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, in terms of career and what I've done, I mean, I've had like 50 million careers. I've done everything from like living and working in an ashram to working in the fashion industry, to being a personal chef, to working in sales and marketing. I just have like this, you know, as, as everyone, like very multidimensional and just had this desire to do a lot of different things. Um, so, and that's really served me to have explored a lot throughout my career because it gives me the ability to relate to a lot of different sorts of people and kind of understand a lot of different worlds. And I work with a lot of different people. I work with a lot of people that are very holistically minded, but also a lot of people who work in the corporate world and have very demanding lives and careers. So I've been really fortunate, you know, to have had this wide, you know, wide breadth of experience. Um, and my personal experience was, you know, I started doing this, my own sort of inner journey work at a very young age, uh, when I was 18. And I started, you know, seeing a psychotherapist meditating and was very devoted to it. And I became um, so involved in that, yes, because of my own personal experience as somebody who suffered suffers with or you know at suffered with and now I've kind of overcome so much of this p complex PTSD depression anxiety uh, so I became really committed to my own healing journey and the more and more that I kind of uh, deepened into my own uh, my own healing I realized that you know at some point the corporate world all these other things that I was doing because for a while I've, I've been doing my practice for 10 years it just didn't I couldn't exist in both worlds. I just yeah. wanted to be all in, in this space that I'm in now and serve the way that I can, the best way that I can. So it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. And, and I love that. You know, that, that's definitely our bumper sticker or soundbite. It's been amazing. It's a 10 year journey into <laughs> this, but like you said, existing in two worlds, it's almost like, you know, complete ends of the spectrum, corporate world and that, I guess. Oh yeah. Like for me, I mean, my last corporate job, I was working in sales and managing a large team and really like climbing the corporate ladder, but it was, you know, aggressive, you know, pushing all the time as a woman in the corporate world, there's like a lot that you have to push and prove. Uh, and so it was like, I would go into that world nine to five and then have clients in the evening where I kind of drop into my body and I'm just, you know, in my self energy with my clients, I'm like, Ooh, I just want to be in this space all the time. Yeah. And, and, and now you've done it and you've self-actualized. I, I really like that, actually. That's that's Thank really you. cool. And I guess it is also part of a journey as well, you know, like you're going on that journey of self-discovery. Yeah. And like I said, I think it all really was very important because it's part of my learning and expanding process so that I can serve the best yeah. way that I can was to also dip into those worlds so that I could understand people. Amazing. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Ulus, yourself, what, what's your experience been? I mean, like, you know, what's your life story, if uh, if you can sum that up for us and tell us how you got to this point now and, and obviously built your business from it? Thank you, yes. So my whole life, I've been working with people. I'm a physiotherapist and a preschool teacher, but um, in 2008, I had... I was really, really depressed and burned out. It's really common here in Sweden for, for having burnouts. And I was suicidal. Yeah. So I was really, you know, really under the ice. And my whole life was uh, at stake. Uh, it was a matter of life and death for me. And at the time, I've been studying holistic disciplines from all over the world for 28 years. But at the time where I was sick, there was only 
one kind of like yoga on the market that was very sort of the masculine energy, very much also ambitious and striving and with all these asanas. So I put everything that I've been looking for to save my own life, uh, my own quest into my own modality. And I developed yoga for empaths and hormone yoga for lust and sensuality and this um, soul coaching um, that I do. So it started with my book to 47 AM, the journey back to my heart. And that's, that's why people really connected with me and told me that you really should do something out of this. We want to know more, you know, how did you move from this depleted and depressed and burnout state to where you are now? So my kind of work is just based on my own experience from being suicidal to being, you know, soul aligned. So it really is like, and that's like so great to share your story. I appreciate it. But like you said, it seems like you've come out the other end again. It may be a process, but you're able to hopefully share that with the world as well. And again, support more and more people. I want to follow up that question. And this is maybe a good one to do. I'm going to ask you this one straight away. Like, obviously, I guess you're taking your clients on a journey, you know, like you're helping them through. Have you struggled with some people like some individuals or some people you know like ha have they not been able to, to you know to, to improve their lifestyle and on the other flip side of that have you been impressed with how much change you've been able to make in people's lives as well quite quickly I'm interested to know kind of what your experience is in terms of how much you take on of their journey as well Yes, thank you so I'm not for everybody <laughs> I'm only for those who really want to dive deep yeah. and are courageously enough to do so. Uh, but all of those people that have come to me and are courageous and persistent and really, really want to be aligned with who they are at the soul level, since I also do like karma clearings, yeah. um, they live totally, totally different life. I had, I had a woman, she was doing yoga with me for seven years and she wanted to, be, to become pregnant. But this was very much yoga and the masculine energy and with a lot of asanas and then i said to her i i really think that you should join you know my hormone yoga for lust and sensuality and so she joined and after five weeks she was pregnant wow and i've had clients with cancer with all sorts of hormone diseases stress-related diseases that you know have quit their medicine and live totally different lifestyles today so I only work with those who are committed to fully engage and invest because it's investment. Everything is just energy yeah. to invest the energy, uh, the time that is needed to do. And not only to scratch on the surface, because my opinion is that's what most people just want to have. They want to scratch on the surface mm. or they want to, you know, like quick fixes or free lunches. But uh, if you really want to be, true to who you are and go yeah. deep you know there's not you, you can't do it on a surface level you really need to I to dive that. deep in and to transform it's about transforming the energy that is stored within the unconscious and subconscious mind yeah. and yeah. that is all stored within the body is that a similar experience for you Stasia? like i guess you're taking people on a it's, it's not just like a quick fix it, it's not just like a one-off session you're building rapport relationships with people what, what's your experience of clients whether they are not able to hopefully improve some aspect or you've been impressed with obviously ones that have you know literally uh, done really well out of it 
Mm-hmm. Well, I do actually do offer one-off sessions still. And I do things like smoking cessation where, you know, I have every, every month I have, you know, multiple clients who come to me to quit things like, you know, 20 plus year smoking addictions, and we yeah. can clear it up in a session. So, um, you know, there is the, the change can be very fast sometimes. Uh, and I, you know, for me, my work with people is that I don't, you know, I, I don't go in with my own agenda for what it is that their healing looks like. Um, so, you know, that's going to be very different and unique to each individual and what their process is. So I try to like my, you know, I have a lot of trust and belief in the people that come to me and try to let their unfolding be their own unique experience. Um, you know, that being said, you know, certain people come in and they are just really committed and they dive in and they do the work. And it's beautiful to see how quickly sometimes people can move. And then for people that might be kind of holding back, you know, I also don't want to, there's, for me, it's very important that I also respect that, that they probably have their own defense defenses that were built for a reason, probably because maybe they, maybe their boundaries weren't always respected or something, something was hurt inside of them that caused them to kind of pull back and not to be as engaged in their own, in their own lives and themselves. So I try to respect that as well. And I find a lot of healing comes from just kind of allowing people to move at whatever pace they need to move at. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really unique. I mean, I have people that take like, you know, massive life shifts in every year of their life within like, you know, a couple of weeks. And then some people it's a slower process and, and it's okay. However, that shows up for me. Amazing. Uh, Amanda, if, I don't know if you've got a relevant, relevant story to that or like maybe you're early in your journey. Forgive me if I'm, if I'm wrong. Tell me. <laughs> no, it just, it's a little bit different for what we do. We're not trying to, um, you know, we're not opening a center or like a breathwork app to help people like fully prescribe, like this is going to help you with this. Yeah. Uh, our, our whole system is that it, people are coming here maybe as their first step into mindfulness. You know, mm. they've always heard about a sauna or they've heard about an ice bath and then they want to come try the experience, for instance, for the physical location. And then when they're in there, you know, people go into the ice and then you see them unlocking and feeling into something. Maybe they're really struggling with the ice, but we set the intention and people, you know, move into it with very intentional manner so that when they're in there and they come out, they're reflecting as to why that was so hard. Like, do they have a hard time dealing with stress in life? Are they feeling like they're blocked in certain areas of their life? Because the cold is a direct reflection of how you handle your state um, because it's just essentially your stress response. So it's very interesting to see it that way. So we're approaching it more from a scientific perspective of this is mm. what's happening in your body on the you know physical, um, the physical level. But then we allow it the space for people to then make the connections as to what's happening um, maybe deeper inside and what can get brought up. Um, oh. That's for the physical space. And then the breath work is its own beast. Um, you know, we get messages all the time from people be like, you've changed my life. Like I, I've, I've never uh, felt this way before. I'm feeling like I'm unlocking something, but it's their journey. And then we provide mm-hmm. the space, we hold the space for them. Um, but they, a lot of the time for people, they come to us when they've had a hard time with meditation. So they, they can't sit still and they're having a hard time quieting their mind. And the common thing is like, I, I've tried meditation and I can't do it. And then they come to our app and it's engaging and it's fun and there's guidance the whole time. You're using your breath as that anchor. So for a lot of the time, it's people's first time like sitting still and they're realizing, whoa, like I feel more calm. I feel incredible. Or they're doing a really long breathwork session and they're feeling all the tingles and they're going through these, you know, screaming releases. 
that we guide you through and you breathe for almost an hour that you then chemically shut down the prefrontal cortex thinking analytical part of your brain for these moments that you can then access your deeper subconscious and then you're going to have these moments of crying or of just releasing something you've been holding on to so it's kind of it, it's kind of um you know just the platform for people to explore is what we're giving and then we're here for them to have these experiences and i've got to say as well i've been doing breath works for many years myself and i love it you know i actually did a session yesterday online uh, with a, a pr practitioner he's great it's incredible some of the things that come to the surface as well you're yawning you're crying you're whatever and this is just in my back bedroom you know i've been to some of his sessions in real life three hours with uh, sage and everything and cacao ceremonies and stuff and it's amazing really what, what can actually come up and you know sure. when we're all just living on that surface level every day you know you well, really do told, need like, to go it's and... bad to cry or you shouldn't you know express your emotions like we're told just to like exist in this safe bubble and it you know that's where the trauma not trauma but that's where like you store everything then and yeah definitely stored, right in your body yeah 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 oh it's 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 a, it's a complete release and i love it so uh, amazing amazing Right. You mentioned the word stress, and I'm going to put this in here right now to all three of you, because I always ask this question of everybody, and I don't want to just use the word wellness. I don't know if that's an offensive term to anybody or if it's a blanket or if it does you a disservice. Please excuse me if I use the word wellness. But because you're in this space of, of obviously helping people on many levels, what's your own experience like with managing stress as an entrepreneur and keeping it together and also as the next follow-on question what do you do to, to to live a hopefully less stressed lifestyle uh stasia you're nodding maybe it would be good for you to maybe tell us what your relationship is like to it yeah absolutely i mean my work is really demanding um i have you know about 20 clients that I meet with one-on-one -on -one and I run groups. So I have a really busy schedule. Um, but there, I will say too, that, you know, sometimes when I step back and I'm looking at the work week, I get, it can feel stressful, but when I'm on with my clients, I mean, it's the best, like it's, yeah. so it's, there's so much joy and meaning and purpose that I feel from my work that it's, you know, it's, it's a wonderful feeling. Um, but that being said, like, I do have to do the work to also maintain sort of my um, my balance so I have a, I have my own therapist I have an internal family systems therapist that I meet with bi-weekly I have multiple therapy practice groups where I'm actually sitting in containers with people and we're practicing on each other I have a meditation group I have a business coach I have a whole like support system around me that keeps me balanced um, so that I can be the best that I be that I can be and show up for my clients as well so it's really important to me to kind of keep that you got the full team basically you need that Total kind of support <laughs> i just you know what? it's not that just that i need i i think i do um need it for sure but i also love it like i just like i love facilitating this work for people who are also invested in themselves i love it i love feeling yeah. like i'm growing and expanding and going deeper with myself I can't, I can't do it any other way. That's just how I'm wired at this no, no, point. That's great. I mean, be <laughs> honest, that's so true. And again, for you, Ulyss, I mean, obviously you're taking on people as well and clients and their experience, I guess you, like you said, you've got to go deep with them. What, what's your own relationship to stress? And again, keeping it all together on a daily basis. So again, like, uh, as I already told you that I was burned out and suicidal and yeah. that is I mean that is very much stress related and uh, I actually think that our whole like western part of the world is very 
much in stress. We are always like in the sympathetic nervous system. Mm. So one thing that we really, really need to work on, you know, individually and collectively is to move ourselves into the parasympathetic nervous system. And so that's what I do and to work also a lot with the, not only the ascending system um, but or flow, but also with the descending yeah. and they connect in the heart. So for me, I mean, I cannot do anything for anybody else unless I, if I take care of myself first. I mean, it's the old cliche, you know, sitting on an airplane and you using the oxygen for yourself first before you help somebody else. And I need to do this like every day because I am so sensitive and I'm like a, a magnet. I can feel energies, you know, individually, collectively. Yeah. And I'm super, super sensitive to people's energies and, and what is going on globally today as yeah. well. So I, I'm out in nature, like walking 10 kilometers a day. And I do my ice ba bathing here in Sweden. We wow. have winter now. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I do my own yoga that I've developed over the years, just, you know, intuitively knowing what I need. So I, from this heart-centered in, in intuition, also can guide others. And then at the moment, I'm, you know, writing a new book about the soul and the soul perspective on what's going on globally today. So I... I really invest a lot of time in myself so I can be there as, you know, the, the beam of light uh, yeah. for others. Yeah. That's incredible. And, and like you said as well, just knowing what works for you. I mean, as an example on Monday, uh, you know, I, I finished work, did all the stuff, kids in bed, that sort of stuff. And I was like, well, I could watch a Christmas movie. I could do this. Instead I did an hour of yin yoga. Incredible. Like you said, the parasympathetic nerve getting into that state, felt incredible afterwards and I was so grateful I actually just didn't go this way to the couch the sofa I actually went this way to the spare room and got the yoga mat out you need these things you know you, you thank yourself for it afterwards but obviously sometimes you just think I can't be bothered doing that but you need these things in life I think you're so right in terms of that we're on this always on the go stress level in the western world really it's incredible Exactly. And I just want to add that you need it every day. It's not something you do like once a week that you go to the gym or you're out in nature one, once a week. You know, it's on a daily basis because you are entangled with other people on a daily basis as well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it's almost like, I guess, a restart every day. It's a reset when the sun comes up and, you know, you need to kind of keep working at this. I guess it compounds over time as well. Um, Amanda, for yourself, is work-life balance an oxymoron with you like hustling to get set up now? Are you are just saying where you're at in terms of just managing it all? It, it, right now, it's an absolute joke. Right now, there's no work-life balance. I work from <laughs> 9 a.m. to 11.30 at night yesterday and because like, we get the keys on Friday. So it's just been insane and our app just went out. So right now is probably the most insane part of my life for work. But in the same token, I look at before when I used to travel all the time and have canceled airplanes and deal with like the stress of my old career that was nothing compared to what I'm dealing with now but I dealt with stress so much worse back then yeah. I was like a psychopath I would get so angry and take it on other people like and I would stress myself out I'm like sweating all the time like it would I, I can reflect back on this 18 year old person and be like oh my gosh what what shift I've made yeah. um and for me the biggest thing I talked touching on everyone's you know listen to everyone else's and comparing and um pulling from it like the ice bath obviously that's my business now and that has yeah. been a massive difference for me 
I've been um, sitting in ice bath like four times a week for the past three years now. And um, that's like truly on a chemical level, like you're changing your body's stress response and making yourself more able to handle stress. And that is, oh my gosh, like my ability now to handle stress is way up here and before I was down here. Um, and I can feel that there's real life examples of just, we just bought a new house and we were, you know, in it for a month and I come downstairs and we're about to go for a morning walk and then the kitchen ceiling is like hanging down I'm like what the heck is happening I call my husband I'm like oh my god you're a kid's outside I'm like you just walked right past it he's like what I'm like the ceiling's about to explode and like six liters of water poured out of our ceiling in our brand new house and I was laughing I I have the whole thing on video I'm filming it all I'm laughing and the old me would have been like seeing red like I I just could not handle it so I like to remind myself that like no matter what I'm growing every day and I'm changing and learning and I'm taking on these practices and breath work has been huge for me. Um, that's like one of the most powerful practices, I think, just to get in touch with your breath. That's, you know, it's the key to your nervous system. Um, and then also the support system, um, having friends and family around me, uh, they're just a phone call away and just yeah. saying, you know, you're doing good work and take a deep breath and go for a walk. And integrated nature. Every morning we go for a, a morning walk and we stare and close our eyes and look at the sun and just let it hit us. And that's our, um, yeah, it's just nature's everything. I'm hearing a lot of alignment here, which is know, great between so everybody. It's, uh, you know, we need, we need to do this. Wouldn't it be brilliant? I mean, look, I don't want to be a computer in the future. You know, I don't want my brain to be taken over by a robot. But if you could feed yourself a list of stuff which is good for you each day and you just followed it through, it would be incredible, wouldn't it, really, if we could just help people. And I always ask this question of all entrepreneurs who come on this show, like whether they're interior designers whether they are yogis, you know, whether they're business coaches, I think it's just so important to kind of get that because especially in this industry, you know, doing Pilates a few weeks ago when I said to one of the guests, I said, you must have quite a good balance. And they're like, huh, I have no balance. I'm teaching like 50 classes a week. I'm, you know, probably, you know, got great abs and all this, but there is actually no, you know, like, like you know, there, there is no kind of balance in there. Well, no, thank you for being so honest in there. And as we move into part two of our show here, this is more about kind of like your actual, what got you started? Uh, well, maybe not what necessarily what got you started in business, but the structure that you put in your business, how you've grown your business, how you've sourced clients, how you've grown your social media following, that sort of stuff. So we always ask this kind of question because we're so keen at Subkit and Go Solo here about really finding out how people get the confidence to launch a new product or a new website or start something new. So Stacey, I'm gonna go with you again, just to start off with. When you go to launch something new, whether that's a whole new business or whether that's a side, uh, you know, like, like, like a part of your business already, what gives you the confidence and how do you do it? Do you do lots of planning? Do you do lots of questions? Or do you just feel like there's something in your gut that says this is what the world needs? Hmm. Yeah, um, I it's sort of a combination. So I'm definitely like really listening to what the needs are. And I like, you know, I'm, I'm, I even go, you know, to the extent of like actually interviewing people, like, like reaching out and just sort of yeah. like seeing what is the need right now and how can I serve. Um, but a lot of it also is just really coming from from my gut and just, you know, my intuition about what I feel, what I feel drawn to do and to put out there. Um, so yeah, I, I've, um, and I, I'm not, I'm honestly not much of a planner. 
Uh, I really do feel like I'm more of a feeler and I feel what's right. Uh, so I have to work a little bit more sometimes to, to, to do that. But I honestly have gotten to the point of just kind of accepting that that's really not who I am. And so I hire people to help me with things like that rather than put myself through like the work of doing certain things like launching, you know, courses and stuff like that. I'd rather just have somebody do that for me. Um, And I have a business coach and people, you know, different people that help me um, to really to develop some of these things. And so I, I recognize what my strengths are and I use those and then I get help where I need that. That's a really kind of healthy approach. I think actually knowing what can be delegated and what you want to take ownership as well. I'm also impressed your payroll must be supporting the GDP here of the country as well. So <laughs> good, good job as well on that as well about having yeah. that. I like it. Ulis, obviously you're an author and obviously you've, you've had numerous kind of avenues that you've gone down over the years. Is it more instinct or, you know, is it listening to your direct needs? Tell us like what your process is. For me, it's like just, you know, tuning into the quantum field uh, and just, you know, okay, so I don't know why this is how I feel that people need. So I'm just uh, intuitively picking it down from the quantum field and, and uh, I'm not so, I mean, I'm good at what I do, but like tech stuff and these, or, you know, I'm not so interested. So then I ask for help. So that's also something to, to ask for help because, each and one of us have our own, you know, gifts and abilities, like where we are expert expertise and gems, mm. but uh, we can also ask for help uh, where in areas where we're not. So, um, yeah. And I'm also, I know that sometimes I'm also ahead of my time. Like I, I, I knew that what is going on globally, like where we are at the moment, yeah. I knew it before it happened. Right. So uh, I, I, I felt it coming. And so from there also, I could, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to write this book because it's divinely channeled and it's what's going to be aiding yeah. people in the ascension process. So and what's yeah. your what's your approach to and I mean, this in the nice possible the world, the word failure, because we, we always teach ourselves actually failure is good. Sometimes we can come out the other end and we can say, well, actually, I've learned a lot. I can go and do something else. Have you launched things that haven't been as successful as you hoped they were? Were you able to just say, do you know what? That was disappointing. I put a lot into it, but I'm going to pick myself back up. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time because uh, I'm all my sort of platforms, my channels are I'm 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 censored from LinkedIn, from Facebook, from everywhere. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you have to make sure you're under the radar. Yeah, people tend to find me. They've been listening to a podcast or they, you know, read a book from me or heard about me through somebody else. So actually people come to me not not from what I do in advertisements or, or you know, being on platforms, but, you know, the old the old fashion style from mouth to mouth. So, yeah, um, okay. Yeah, most people come to me that are recommended. Brilliant. And you've already answered the next question, which is perfect. So I don't need to come to you in the round of terms of your marketing. But I think, you know, like, I think what you're saying is word of mouth is so strong. And again, it's that network effect of building that out and knowing that you can help people. Um, Amanda, for yourself, I guess it's, a you know, like you've had different businesses, you run different businesses, but I guess starting an app is quite an undertaking and building that out. And also obviously the physical stuff, like, like what's your approach to kind of getting something off the ground? Yeah, so there's 
So it's me and there's five, there's five of us. They're all co-founders. And there's one guy, Robbie, who's one of our CEOs. And he, um, he has a wealth of business knowledge from his previous life. He used to work in crypto and he's just like, I've been, like, been in my master's with him when I was, I've been working with him. It's been so uh, knowledgeable, but one of his biggest philosophies is first of all, test to see if there's a demand. Um, so before you like put all of your effort on it. So essentially with the garage space or with our big, big space that's opening in Toronto, we've previous to that and still running is this like tiny garage. It's actually his garage in the back of his house, 600 square feet. And we retrofitted that to be our first sauna ice bath space and um, paid for it out of pocket and just like built this beautiful kind of sanctuary yeah. and tested the market and said, okay, is there a demand for this in Toronto? And there was, we have had like thousands of people through it. And that proved to us that, hey, let's keep going. Let's, let's um, you know, build the next location. And previous to that, before we actually built that little space, it was so much research. Um, hmm. We had the thought and feeling that this is something that, you know, tangibly feels good when you're in the hot and cold, like you can feel it in your body. We watched our family and friends feel that, but then that kickstarted the research for us. And it was in pretty much a year and a half of digging into papers and talking to people and interviewing other business owners and going into this full realm of research mode then the garage got built and now the big space got built yeah and the same kind of process happened for the app was um when covid first hit um we had people that were in our garage space writing us because everyone was at home saying hey can you take like your breathwork classes you were doing in the little space online can we try it and we're like okay i guess i'm gonna figure out what zoom is and all of yeah. us figured out zoom and we led um, a seven week uh, breath work every Sunday and by the end of it we had like 200 people coming every week and people were then writing us for the recording and different lengths and different styles so then that signaled to us hey there's a demand for something else so yeah. then we started making um, the recordings and filming everything and in a matter of like a month and a half we put it up on this on-demand platform and then that ran for a year and we got up to like 1500 users on that. And then people were writing us, can we have an app? Can we create favorites? They interviewing the customers, what they want. And then that process led to the app that we have now. So it's been, wow. everything so we do is in stages. Yeah, really good flow as well. I guess you have a certain amount of demand and interest in that, that you know, that the knock on effect, they'll be interested in this exactly. and so on and so on. Yeah. And our biggest piece of advice that we got and that we follow is just like, don't, don't, spend like hours and years making something to be perfection and then put it out and like hope it works yeah. because then you've just potentially wasted time right so even if it might not be perfect in your eyes put it out there get the feedback and then keep building it's all about that mvp get it kind of something to market to test it out if it works yeah. great if not you haven't put in years of your life in in terms of that exactly. as well you can yeah. always keep refining it as well and getting it better and i yeah. really want to kind of like follow up actually that question is you know like like obviously you have a great network like Ulus. Um, you obviously people recommend you, but are there any other kind of growth tactics that you've done which have really worked? Like what's your approach to marketing? Is it social based? You know, everybody here has Instagram, they have all the social, but you know, like like what's your approach to marketing? Like where do you find most of your leads come from? Yeah, so right now it's been organic to this point. We're actually starting paid marketing in February. Right. Um, so up to this point, it's been word of mouth from Toronto. It's been um, getting on, we hit like 60 podcasts this year. So we've been getting on podcasts. We've been writing SEO backlinking articles with like over 120 articles now that are linked and written for us. Mm. Um, we've done, um, what else have we done? Social media. 
and we did a whole rebrand just recently actually we did a full rejig on social and yeah. um we focus on quant quality not quantity so not like one post every single like you know one a day it's one every three days that actually you know inspire thought-provoking questions maybe engage the audience engage the community um and then for big thing for us as well it's been affiliates so we're working with a lot of people that um in the social media space that can help us promote it but we're not they're not paid they're not, we're not reaching out saying hey here's five grand will you post for us we're actually finding affiliates that truly like believe in our vision and want to help us. And therefore what they're putting out there is um, like from their own experience. Yeah. So it's been more of a longer process of finding these people, but they're starting to come now and it's been, it's been so great. So the post and organically going out and organically getting reposted and sharing has been. Um, That's a really healthy start as well. If it's pure organic and people drawing in. And also I think yeah. when you're saying referrals and affiliates are so strong as well, it's, it's just a bit like, yeah. you know, Ulis and Stasio as well, probably based on word of mouth as well. You know, it's almost like an amplified word of mouth, really. As long as you get the right people talking about you and, exactly, and sharing, yeah. you can do this. Um, Stasio, like, like, what's your approach to finding new customers? Is it because you're able to make, you know, like such an impact in people's lives that it is genuinely word of mouth? I mean, you obviously have a Instagram account, which is quite natural as well. Like, like how do you find new customers and new leads that come to you? Mm-hmm. Well, before COVID, my I, I didn't really have much of a presence on social media. Um, so I did a lot of events and um, hosted women's circles. Uh, and then I moved that virtual. And then that's when I got really invested in my social media presence, um, which has been really awesome. Uh, so my focus is it's drawing people in organically through sharing very meaningful um, posts. So just like I put a lot of work into my content, into what I'm writing and sharing and making sure that I'm speaking directly to the people that want to work with me. Um, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and trying to really add value through what I share. So that draws people in organically. That being said, I also do get a lot of people through referral, uh, which is wonderful. Um, and at this point, I kind of have a little bit of a, a little bit of a following so that people find me. Um, but yeah, there's no, I don't, um, I'm not invested in like doing ads or anything like that. I've been just, just really, the focus is just every single day asking, you know, how can I, how can I provide value? How can I really support people? And then just attracting people through that incredible that's so so good to hear and again you know organic word of mouth referrals i will always tell people i've again mentored many startups over the years and been entrepreneurs that was always the way to start you know never touch paid until you're ready unless you have a, a physical product i think where you spend one dollar to make five dollars or something and actually paid makes a lot of sense you can you know fast moving consumer goods you know will obviously work like that but i think for anybody offering a service or even something that's quite tangible always start with organic, get going on it, and then obviously see where you can go from there as well. So many times I've seen people just waste a lot of money on Facebook ads or whatever, and they just don't go anywhere really, you know, and then who's to know the quality. Yeah, yeah you, you need to know your audience inside and out before you ever pay for anything. Massively, massively. <laughs> right, so we're moving through to the stage where it's your opportunity to shine a light on people that you love and and, and the resources and books maybe that you really like read recent, uh, you know, read regularly, you know, it might be that actually that's it's 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 a just relevant to yourself or it's relevant to entrepreneurs uh, in any industry. So I'm just interested to know maybe you'll also be a good time for yourself. Are there any resources when I say that books, podcasts, anything which you love? It can be 
in business or not? Is there anything you'd like to point people towards as someone who really helps you run your business? Sorry, was the question for me? It was, that's correct. Okay. Um, can you please repeat the question? I'm not sure I understand. I have to translate it from Swedish to English, so no problem. I'm not fluently in English. I have got a habit of rapping as well when I get excited. So it sometimes comes on here. So uh, I'm just interested to know, are there um, any books or podcasts or resources that you'd recommend to, to maybe other entrepreneurs that you consume you know, that's helped you on your journey, that, that helps you every day? No, I wouldn't say so. It's just like sort of the things that I need to see and the things that I need to know yeah. uh, each day sort of comes to me. I don't know. Okay. It's just like a, like a knowing or it comes up in my, you know. Intuition. I don't have, yeah, yeah, intuition, but also somebody's telling me something or, you know, it comes up in my feed or or so it's not something that I do or follow actively or, you know, you know, every day like this. So each day is different. Like, uh, like Stacia was saying, every client is different and uh, it's all on individual base and where we are, because we are not the same person today as we were yesterday. So um, I get a lot of inspiration just by being by myself and in nature. And when I, when I, sort of tap into my own inner knowing uh, that's where I get a lot of answers and a lot of yeah yeah so I, I'm not sure that I'm very it's a very good answer I don't, I'll be I don't honest, I, I think it's a great answer I mean you know this comes up more than you'd expect you know I think people when I use the word entrepreneur uh, which again could have many meanings to different people. I think everybody thinks, you know, everybody has to say, you know, Elon Musk or I, I bathe at the fountain of this person or whatever. If that's your process, if that's where you, you know, how you run your business, that's that's completely fine. That's completely fair as well. I can get actually too confused if I have a lot of information from different people. Then it's like, okay, so what is the truth? What is my truth? And so it always comes back to that I have to check in with myself anyway. So, yeah, sounds great. That sounds really good. It, it is a good answer. I'm, I'm not. I'm being truthful here as well with you, Stasia. Yourself, a uh, you know, like like who inspires you? Who helps? Gives you that kind of extra push to run your business. Well, I would say that if you are, if you're an entrepreneur who's looking to grow your business and you're feeling a little lost, one of the best things that I did was to hire a business coach, um, really like to, and to, to find people that really have a skill set that I didn't quite have. Um, so that was so, and, and that's, there's so many individuals out there. So finding somebody that feels very soul aligned, somebody that, you know, you feel really good about working with, that was, that was a big game changer for me was just finding somebody that could really help support me. Um, and then otherwise, you know, like I, I get so much, I get so much inspiration and support through, through them and through that community. Um, uh, and, but I also, I mean, just generally like in my life, the people who inspire me the most are, I mean, cause right now my, my work is so invested in internal family systems. So I, um, the creator of an internal family systems, his name is Dr. Richard Schwartz. And if you're looking for a therapy modality that 
is like really transformative. I highly recommend to people who are listening to look at IFS. Um, it's a wonderful way to uh, go inside and to, to look at yourself through a lens of compassion um, and all parts of you, even the parts that you don't like. Um, and it's very experiential. So it's, it, it tends to move things a little, a little more quickly. Um, so I'm very inspired by him. He just published a book called No Bad Parts highly recommend that. And then as far as podcasts go, just something that I find very helpful is Glennon Doyle's podcast. She has a, a podcast called We Can Do Hard Things. And I just find so much relief in her voice and her perspective. Uh, so um, just, just kind of navigating the day-to-day -day difficulties that come up. I just, I love her. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. And we are building a library here as well at Subkit and Go Solo about, you know, literally like our entrepreneurs recommended books and podcasts alike. So they will go on the list. Okay. How about yourself, Amanda? Like, uh, where, whereabouts are you? Yeah. So, I mean, there's books that made a really big difference in my life. I mentioned one of them earlier was The Secret. Um, and then another one is The Eckhart Tolle and Word. Um, that book, like, blew my mind. Um, I think it was at the right time and place to read it in just terms of the way I was thinking and how I feel about everything. So those are my biggest things just to help bring about a lot of inspiration and just groundedness in what I do. Um, they're not per se like business related, but I feel like you have to have like a solid foundation in order to go into this whole world. So those were definitely um, my beginners and I refresh on them every now and then as well. Um, in terms of, I don't listen to podcasts very much, which is like super bad. Um, I get sent them a lot to me. So I find the whole podcast app very confusing and not really knowing how to find what I want. Yeah. Um, so I get referred a lot of podcasts, which is really fun. So it's not necessarily um, one or, you know, one main channel, but when I get referred them, it's usually, you know, up and coming stories of, you know, there's one with the soul cycle women um, and how they built their business um, from the ground up. And that was like a really inspiring podcast. Um, it's another one called my first million, which is really interesting. Um, so it's the ones I get sent and I listen to, and then I'm, I'm you know, I learn Pod something. Yeah. Podcasts are a funny yeah. thing as well. I used to listen to them a lot more when I was traveling and, you know, commuting and stuff. Now I just don't because I don't go anywhere. Well, I do to an extent, but not as much as I used to. So it used to be yeah, easy to listen to a podcast. I think like so. You're in a car, you're in a train, like it makes so much sense. Um, and then I think also too, for me, it's, it's family. Like my, uh, my mom has been like a huge support system for me and mm. just a sounding board for, you know, how I'm feeling, maybe of not course. for the business stuff, but just for like myself. Yeah. Um, and then we've had a really great coach. Her name is Judy Brooks. Uh, she's come on the team and has helped all of us individually um, just about personal goals and where we're at. Uh, she's out of Vancouver. She's amazing. Um, so it's nicest to have people to talk to that aren't your business partners. And then also my husband, who's also my business partner, is kind of, you know, it's kind of breaking that barrier of like, hey, we're not talking about work anymore. And let's talk about, um, you know, personal stuff. And that's tricky, but it's really important to have the barrier as well. Yeah. Um, so Do you have to catch yourself? Tools. Do you have to catch yourself there sometimes? Like, you know, you'll go out for a meal. Let's not talk about work or whatever. So much i'm the worst he can easily turn it off and i <laughs> our walk this morning i was like walking we're talking about he made me this like delicious 26 ingredient coffee drink this morning i'm like oh this is so beautiful he's telling me all the ingredients and i cut him off to be like i had this genius idea and he's like oh my gosh you're not even listening yeah. to my, my ingredients at least so, you weren't yeah, just like yeah you were like yeah we're gonna productize this we're gonna get this to market you're like just, just enjoy <laughs> the drink and enjoy the effort that went into this you know live in the moment yeah. as well so i know 
That's the key. <laughs> right, brilliant. Well, we're just moving in now to wrap up things with our rapid fire round. So I'm going to go in order of seeing you guys on the screen. So I've got Stasia, then Amanda, and then Ulus as well. So the first question I always ask you is, say I bumped into you, Stasia, in three years' time, where would you like to be and have your business in three years' time? Oh, I love that. Um, well, right now, things are building very, very quickly. Um, things in the last year have, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, everything's transformed. So I think I'm sort of in like, I've like, everything's moving a lot, a lot quicker. And I think that's even going to move even quicker in the next couple of years. So really, you know, I'm still developing what that vision looks like. But the whole goal is really to, you know, to build more um, in terms of my group work, in terms of retreats and really offering. I do a lot of group containers and I find those containers to be immensely supportive. My The bulk of my work right now is one-on-one, -on -one, um, but larger um, vision of retreats and more group work and hopefully having a space where I can hold those retreats and groups. Yeah, and that, and that sounds like a great goal to be heading towards as well. Uh, Amanda, three uh, yeah. years from now, like where, where do you see yourself? Three years, I think we'll probably have like 15 studios open uh, across North America. So going into the States for location two and three um, next. So I think that will definitely be happening in three years. And then the app, I think, will have like really amazing musicians we're working with that are, you know, top of their class and have... Um, probably half a million users on the app is what I'm, I'm hoping for. And then um, building our other dream, which is the sound dome. That is this whole other experience of in-person breath versus vibroacoustic wow. floors and every instrument and having more of like an in-person uh, experience with breath and sound. Right. Well, I, I'm setting a reminder to uh, jump on a plane in three years time. So yes. I can kind of experience this myself. Obviously, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe join you halfway through when you're up to seven and a half studios or something. Perfect. So I can check out as well. Uh, Ulus, where would you like to be in three years time? Oh, I think you might be muted. Sorry. Yeah, that's such an interesting question, because uh, if you would have asked me, you know, only like a month ago, then I would have said that I want to be more international and uh, since I'm, you know, from a small country in Sweden. Uh, but last week it struck me that I'm already international. I've been on over 100 international podcasts and my books are selling in over 40 countries. So I'm just going to continue with whatever it is that I do and just to love every moment of it. And I'm going to be living on a beach house uh, in this re-nature where I can be even more creative and not disturbed by the, you know, too much of the outer world that's going on and just be very, you know, happy with who I am, where I'm at and what I do to serve others. Yeah, okay, that sounds amazing. Let the process take its course. Uh, and also, I said, I'll, I'll obviously have to nip to see uh, Stasi in Chicago, Illinois, after that, then visit Amanda's studio and then I'll come and chill out at your beach Harris as well after that as well, which is great. Um, oh, I would love to. I'd love to. Here's the one. Again, Stasia, we're starting with you. If you could use one or two words to describe what it's actually like to run your own business, what would they be? Mm. Um, uh, expansive. Um, and... Right. I mean, this is like, this is the right now at different stages of my business would be different words, but right now it feels like expansive and exhilarating. There's just a lot of good energy. 
Yeah, you can feel that vibe today as well. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Amanda, one or two words? Say rewarding and awe-inspiring. Okay, that's great. Perfect. And Ulus, what about yourself? So for me, the polarities of challenging and inspiring. Yeah, very good. And inspiring is good. Really like to hear that word here. Right. Stasia, as an entrepreneur, um, what does success ultimately mean to you? Mm, it means to me just feeling really aligned with myself. Uh, like in that, I feel like I've I've gotten to this place now where there's like, I feel no, there's no doubt about what I'm doing. Like I feel so aligned, so fully aligned and, um, and purposeful in what I'm doing. So it's not a, there's not like a dollar amount that's attached to that or how I'm perceived by others. It's a total, it's just a feeling and a connectedness that I feel with myself that just feels so right. So that's what that means to me. That's Amazing. my version of success. And I'm happy to hear that as well. Uh, Amanda, yourself, uh, what does success mean to you? I can like echo exactly what you just said. You took the words out of my mouth. Um, there's no dollar amount. I already feel successful no matter what. Um, no matter if it all crumbled tomorrow, I'd still feel successful because um, I wake up every day just in my in my mind. It's like waking up every day and just feeling like so happy and proud of what you're doing and what you're putting out there. Um, that to me is success because that's you like living your true self and listening to yourself fully. Brilliant. Ulus, do we have a full house here or do we, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we have a full house. It was very well put. And also success for me is like I have two teenagers, yeah. which uh, is challenging and inspiring also. So success for me is, you know, to be aligned, not only with what I do in my line of work, but also in my relationships and in my, you know, my clo close ones and, um, also to be aligned with, you know, like-minded people. So success for me is more like a, yeah, you said it so well, Stacia, just being really aligned in, in the multidimensional aspects of who we are. Okay, great. I, I need to uh, bottle this warm and fuzzy feeling now. This is great, actually. Like, maybe we need to productize this as well. Right, final question we have before we let you get on with your busy days. Um, Stasia, like, Please remind people where they can find you online. Where would you like to point people towards? Absolutely. So please, um, if you if you feel at all drawn to uh, me and my work, uh, please check out my website. It's just uh, uh, stasiaashina.com. There's three A's. I've got a lot of A's uh, in my name. So three A's in the middle there. Uh, and if you go on there, there's actually, there'll be a pop-up for a, um, a free hypnosis recording that you can receive the link to, and it's for attracting abundance. Um, so you can have access to that and maybe get a taste for what my work looks like. And then I'm very active on Instagram and it's just stasia.ashna. Uh, so feel free to check me out and DM me if you'd like on Instagram as well. Smashing. That's great. Thank you. Amanda, how about yourself? Yeah. So you can find us at othership.us. Um, that has a link to both sides, the website splits, and it can be the app or the physical side. Um, that's for information on you know both businesses but then if you want to actually try the breathwork app as well it's in the app store and google play store um just othership it's othership guided breathing app 
um, and we have a free trial attached to all of our all of our sessions. Um, and even if you don't even want to attach yourself to a membership, all you do is hit the X button, and you can get entered into the site, check out the app, how it looks, and there's a whole area of like six to ten um, free free classes for you to try that all vary in different lengths and styles, um, just to get a taste of it all. Perfect. Sounds great. And Ulus, where can we find you hanging out online? So my international website is up. It's not updated though, but it's up and running. It's uh, uliskarlsson.com. It's U-L-L-I-S-K-A-R-L-S-O-M.com. Uh, so if you find like anything that I say or just a simple word that resonates with you, please connect with me and just, you know, give me a question or sharing or whatever. And I, I love connections of all sorts. So just please connect with me kill your inbox that sounds like a, a great one so yeah amazing thank you very much guys and just so everybody knows who's listening and watching this uh, we always link as well to everybody's uh, sites and social as well on our blog and podcast pages as well so you'll obviously be able to follow those links in there as well right well this just leads me to say thanks everybody for coming on the show today uh, i've really enjoyed it it's been such an enjoyable chat thanks for giving up your time um Really, it's been great to know more about your business and your plans for the future. And until next time, keep winning. Thanks very much, everybody. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Go Solo Show, powered by Subkit. We hope you've had a great time and picked up many new ideas for your own business. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and to follow us on Twitter at team underscore go solo. If you're inspired to get started on your own enterprise yourself, then check us out at subkit.com. We're here for whenever you're ready. I've been Johnny Quirk, and until next time, keep winning.